When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Live and in person, Shadano and Cappy today. Cappy, what's going on, man? Where'd Andy go? And, oh, Andy had to step out. Oh. His daughter is going to guitar lessons oh. and he needs to bring her. Okay. She's yeah. going to jam it out. She's She apparently started not with an acoustic guitar, but she's starting with an electric guitar. Oh, really? That's yeah. okay. It's easier action yeah. you know, on the on the neck. Um, George, you are an anomaly to me in many ways. Why is that? Well- Yesterday, was I not trying to convince you that we were going to win the pickleball tournament? You were. You were trying to convince me. Right. And how many times have you played pickleball? Once. Right. And yet, you're already, like, replacing me. Well, I said if you get hurt. I mean, my goodness. I mean, wait, if you if I get hurt, you're not going to replace me? If you get hurt, I'll just have to play with what I got left. Just me. Yeah, you're not doing Right-handed that. and left-handed. So no, it's, I'll play two rackets. You're but so you've played crap. before. Not really. No, not really. Oh I, I was God. under the impression that you had I, that, played before. I don't believe that. He's played. Come on. I mean, I've played a little. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, you played. <laughs> Maybe a little yeah, bit. Yeah, look at that smile. No, you've played. <laughs> just a little bit. You're you're ringery. I don't know no, if I'm ringery. Not. It's just in my DNA. Charlie would, Kaplan Charlie. would be a ringer. It's in my DNA. Yeah, Charlie was going to be my partner. Because he's a champion. Now i got to fly my brother in. Right, yeah. You're actually having to fly him in? Yeah. yeah. Spirit. I, I popped for him. But Cappy, because- yeah. How much? <sighs> Uh, $189. Unbelievable. Yeah. That's they, amazing. I don't know how they do it. I don't know either. Because Just you know, hang on to the strap during the flight. The, listen, I got kids that all want to come home for spring break. Yep. You know, And I'm like, all right, tell me what the flights are. And, you know, like from New Orleans to fly back, you know, to LA, San Diego, Long Beach, John Wayne, any airport, I look at all of them. It's like a fortune, like $800, $1,000. Yeah, it is rough right now. Yeah. But Spirit. Spirit. Now, but here's my kids. Nah, bro. I'm not flying Spirit. Why? I'm like, why not? I flew Spirit recently, had a great experience. Did Other you? Than, well, I mean, except when they charged me $100 to bring a carry-on. Well, on, that's the problem you know? with Spirit is you bring a carry-on. That was not good. And and they charge you. For, they why charge don't you just fly every- Southwest? Uh, I don't remember exactly why I flew. I, I think I- No, say for the, your kids. Well, I'm trying, but even Southwest is crazy expensive. I Hey, Spirit. Where are you yes. trying to get them from? New Orleans to either San Diego, John Wayne, or LAX, okay. any of the three. And I'll take Long Beach, too. Okay. And while you're at it, if you couldn't, if you could help me out, I got to go to a wedding in Florida in April. You know, so how many weddings you, you were at a Tuesday night Tuesday wedding. night wedding yesterday? Let me tell you what happened. You guys are gonna love this. Yes. You guys. Are, last night, I got kicked out of a hotel. Oh boy. With security, it wasn't with security. Security got booted. I got booted. Yeah. What happened? What here's, did you do? Here's what happened. Okay. So, Rachel's parents. When do you want the kids to fly? Hold on, I gotta look at my calendar. All right, go ahead. Tell yeah. us about go ahead you and tell booted. us about so, you getting booted. So, Rachel and I go to this dinner last night. This like renewal of the vows. Mm-hmm. Her parents had gotten engaged thirty years ago. Oh, to wow. the day, so it was her parents. Yeah, to the day oh. at the Hotel Del Coronado. Oh, to the day. That's why it's a beautiful, it was a beautiful spot. Oh my yeah, God, the Hotel, the Hotel Del, Del is famous. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So thirty years later, so we go to this dinner last night. We're with all their friends. I don't. know, Maybe there's. 20 people or something, I mean, 16. Yep. They're all older folks. You know, we're the young people at the table. And um, dinner ends, and they said, we're all going to go upstairs, and we're going we're gonna to have a party. We're going to yep. have an after party. Nice. So we go upstairs to their room. It's, it's, a, it's a mini suite kind of a deal, right? And inside, one of the guys who was at dinner, he spent his entire career as a keyboardist on, on cruise ships. So he's got his keyboard set up. Okay. The other guy has a saxophone. Wow. They, and you're playing in the room. They, they brought a drum box. Oh, boy. Um, tambourine, mm-hmm. maracas. How big is this room? I mean, I'm telling you, it's not that big, but it was like 12 people and everybody had a musical instrument. Okay. So the guy is playing. He's playing the songs and, and the saxophone guy is playing and the piano guy is playing. I'm on the, the, the box and I, I got the tambourine down at my feet. I got a full drum set going on at this okay. point. You know? And I got to tell you, Mace- 
It was just a jam session. We sounded really good. Yeah. For a team You're that on not, tambourine and drums. Tambourine's on my right foot. Okay. And drum box is what I'm sitting <laughs> on. Yeah, okay. Okay, so I'm, I'm hitting the tambourine like a bass drum. <laughs> right, You know right, what I mean? Like I got okay. the bass pedal going. Got it. And we're jamming out. Yep. And all of a sudden, security knocks on the door. Hey, you guys need to shut up. Right. Security. Keep it down. Right. Hey, guys. Keep it down. It's, it's 10 o'clock at night. People are trying to sleep around here. Yeah. Can you and and we probably got twelve people. In well, this you've room. got a twelve-person band. No, I'm no exaggeration. Yeah. So now they say to us, they go, listen, if, if we have to come back, everybody who's not registered to the room, and it was only her parents, everybody gotta go. Everybody gotta go. Okay. So they leave. So I say, well, we might as well play another song because we're gonna get kicked out anyway, right? Yeah. So we we go back to it. We start rocking out again. You mm-hmm. know, we're jamming, sounding really good, and uh, security comes back. Yep. I come in. I go, hey, that's it. You guys got to go. So now here's all these older folks. They're all in their 70s. Yep. Okay. Even in some in their 80s. Getting kicked out of the hotel Dell. And they're freaking drinking wine. They're having the time of their lives. They're yep. celebrating life. And these security guys are going to throw them out. But they told you. They yeah. Did. They, but I don't understand why. What did you, you expect to happen? Why would you play another song knowing that they had told you to keep it down, knowing that they were going to obviously boot you? Because we knew we were getting booted at that point. I mean, we well, just, you couldn't. Why just, not just leave quietly? Yeah. Why not just say, why not right. just say, hey, let's just go to the lobby bar? Well, that's what we should have done. So anyway, the, the guys, security <laughs> guys, security guys come back, right? Yeah. Now, so, and now they, you know, I see the older folks there at the door, like negotiating with these, these yeah. security guys. Yes. So I come walking. Oh, over. here you go. I come walking. No, over. Let me handle this. Yeah, right. You guys go back in, you guys party. Me and Rachel, we want to get out of there. It's a school night, right? Yeah. <laughs> we got to go. It's like 1030. So I walk out to the security guys. I go, all right, fellas, look, this is all my fault. Okay, it's all my fault. So you're you're falling on the grenade, here. right? I said yeah. all these nice old people in there, they don't want to play the saxophone, right, or the piano, or I don't know who's on the drum kit. They don't. That's it's our fault. We're right. the young people. Okay. We're, the, we're the guys who who did this. Why don't you just walk us out, and and the old people can go back to their. Party. And that's what happened. So the security guys walked us out. But you really wanted to leave anyway, right? Right. Yeah. Right, you right, want right. it's a school night. You yeah. wanted to leave. I mean, nobody. So picked, you were trying to get booted out because it was a school night, and I had to go. Otherwise, I wasn't getting out of there. Otherwise, you were going to stay and and party with the old folks. Correct. So uh, I so you got booted out because you wanted to leave. Yeah, and nobody like grabbed wasn't there me an like, easier way? Wasn't couldn't you have said, "Hey, it's a school night. We we got to go. A happy party." Happy Basically, what reading. Cappy did was remember Billy Martin, the old Yankees oh, yeah. manager. You know when he like you know uh, or him or Earl Weaver would then kick the you know he'd get into the fight with the ump right yep and then he knew he was this close to getting tossed so then he'd kick the dirt right yes and yes. That, that's what Cappy Cappy right. did kicking the dirt right he like you're out of here yeah and, and, and they're like no you're out of here right and then they were like no you and her are both out of here yeah and then they walked us and down. now are you banned from the hotel Dell no I don't think we're banned. I don't think we're would be funny if there's a picture of you there. What's a room at the Hotel Del go for? I don't know, man. That's I'll, a fancy-ass hotel. It is a fancy it's, hotel. It's a fancy old hotel, though. Yeah. I'll tell you this right now. We talk a lot on this show about tipping. Yeah. You know, a lot of people on this show take a lot of pride in being good tippers. Mm-hmm. I do also. But I will tell you last night, I was at this place for about two and a half hours. They bring up the car to valet. Okay. Yep. Which, by the way, my cheap ass, I'd have parked on the street, no problem. Yeah, right. Hell but I got valet. Rachel, and I'm driving her nice Range Rover. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I got to, I got to valet this thing. Plus, it's freezing cold. It's 400 mile an hour winds. It's a Category One storm last night, right? Right. And uh, I mean, no, wasn't. Okay, I don't know. But it was okay. Windy. Yeah, I mean, it was yeah, pretty windy. I mean, I don't know the yeah. categories. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe yeah. you do. I mean, I don't think it was Category One. You don't yeah. think the you grew eye of the storm? In, you grew up in Florida. Yeah. It was yeah. Over don't us. think it's that was that. Okay. It's not a hurricane. Yeah. It, there's no such thing as a Category One storm in California. I don't know, man. But it was cold and windy yeah. and rainy. Yeah. And so when they came to bring the car, mm-hmm. how much is valet parking at a fancy hotel for two hours? Oh, for two hours, probably like forty bucks. Bang. No. Yeah. Bang. Yeah. 40 bucks. Park on the street. So wait. Oh my so, God. So I, I have never And I bet you bucks. overnight was probably like 75. Okay. So let me ask you a question. If if you have a $40 valet parking ticket, mm-hmm. are you supposed to tip on top of that? Yeah. You got yeah. Give, guy, you give the guy like at least 45, 50 bucks. No. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Not give the no, guy no, an extra. No, uh, no. The total. I, I, th- I think you got to give him at, at least five bucks. Yeah, at least I think ten bucks. Yeah, but ten is probably more fair. Yeah, right. ten 40, is right. Forty-five to fifty bucks. Twenty-five percent. You had to run and get your car, bring it back. Yeah, I was very annoyed at the forty-dollar cost. But you took it on the guy who has nothing to do with the forty-dollar cost. I feel like that guy's probably getting paid pretty good. So what'd you give him? Zippo. Oh, sorry. 
What a you, come on, you can't be doing that. You can't be. They definitely said that you're not a nice person. They yeah, wait a minute. Out. Why they are you blaming that guy? Well, that guy pulled up, got a tough job. Yeah, but he did a really lousy job. In what in way? What sense? Very good question. Did the car leave and come back? Not exactly, <laughs> but there was a guy parked, you know, and then this guy pulls up. And then he somehow puts like the car diagonally behind the guy that was already parked. I mean, it was just like a, a mess. Like, there's no cars. There's one car. Mm-hmm. Just pull up, man. It wasn't that hard. Forty dollars for. Par- I was like offended by. Right, it. Right, but again, you're taking it out on, <laughs> on the guy who the doesn't. Guy. Charge the guy you. who's probably making a lot more money than the average valet because they're 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 paying him because they're they're. How do you know? Stro- I yeah, don't. You don't know. I don't. But how do you know that it's not? I'm gonna call. Let's call the hotel and find out. Not? Yeah, call the hotel and find out. Yeah, how much I do you pay you your valet guy. guys? <laughs> That guy's probably making that guy's probably making minimum wage, and you stiffed him out of a tip. Maybe, um, but you know what? The hotel should be offended. The hotel should say, "People are going to be offended by the cost of of parking here." You know? Well, I yeah, I would if it's forty bucks, I'm parking on the street. I can tell you right now, a lot of other fancier hotels don't charge for valet parking because they're like, we don't want to gouge people. We're going to gouge them in the restaurant. Yeah. Gonna, and and they did. So yeah. what is the motivational speech you gave yesterday? You gave a rah-rah speech to the, oh, Lakers. the Lakers. Yeah, George, said, remind me. I don't. It was so, you just you you punctu- punctuated it with something like you know, it's fire. Just go do it. Just get it done or yeah. something like that. You well, got real Riz. He got very Riz. Riz. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Riz yeah. is a new word. I, I heard you learn that word today on uh, on uh, uh, Travis and Slee. I yeah. did. It was very Romy. I don't know that one. No, Romy, like Jim Rome. Oh, Jim Rome. Rant. Oh, yeah. It was like a rant. Yeah. Oh, it was yeah. a Jim Rome. We racked him. Unbelievable. Yeah. I just think that the Lakers have what LeBron is now calling yep. the 23 most important games of the regular season of his entire career. Yes. And you know what? He's right. Because if they don't make it to the postseason, I don't care if it's play-in or playoff, if they don't make it in and LeBron and AD and the Lakers are out of the playoffs for two straight years... Shame on on like the entire organization. Okay, Stephen A. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Embarrassing. Totally embarrassing. Humiliating. Mortifying. See, they didn't have a team until the trade deadline. Uh, they okay. had they had they had a bunch of odd parts, and they finally assembled Palenka assembled a team. I think it's too little, too late. I know although, you do. Although, I know you do. Darvin Ham upped it today Bye. and said, "We're targeting the sixth seed." Yeah, good. That's what they should do because I, I'm. You I think that look, team's got 18 wins in it? 100% I do. You do? Absolutely. Toby Hicks, my, our friend the comedian, yeah. he is a stand up comic, mm. just tweeted me and mm. said, at Sedano, Cap is tripping, taking it out on the valet guy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, listen, I, I want yeah. to tell everybody something. I didn't have to admit it on the air. You I could have kept my big mouth shut. I'm yeah. glad you did. It's you know? instructive for everybody but, else. But I'll tell you, man, it just it was offensive. You know, like, but it's not his fault. He doesn't set the prices. Well, then the hotel should think to themselves, guess our valet, you know, parking guys probably aren't going to do so well on tips. So we better pay them more. It's a hotel Dell. Do you really think the high rollers at the hotel Dell are not tipping the valet driver or yeah. the valet guy? Know, of man. course they are. Yeah, they are. And, of and I'll tell are. you guys, and you know, I was just in Mexico this past week, and I, I was told by somebody that when you go to Mexican restaurants, mm-hmm. any restaurant in Mexico, you're yeah. not supposed to tip. The same that we tip here in the United States. I don't know if that's true or not. What are you supposed to tip? I think that that in the I believe in that culture, they don't think of twenty percent. In in Europe, you don't really tip. Okay, Th- that is not a thing in Europe. Okay, yeah. so but every time I went to a restaurant while in Mexico, and they came to me and said, "Would you like to add a gratuity?" I said yes. They said, "What percent?" I said twenty percent. In Mexico, yeah. food. It says here for good service, a ten percent tip is standard. Okay, well I for, gave twenty for really good service. Anything between fifteen and twenty is more than acceptable. Gave twenty percent everywhere I went and feel like you know what? This I, is in Mexico City. Yes, I'm a pretty good tipper. Yeah, I thought last night forty dollars for parking for two. I thought it was offensive, and I made a stand. Yeah, I made a political uh, against statement. this poor guy. Poor guy. Whose job is to run after cars. What if you find out he makes twenty bucks an hour as a valet parker? I mean, that's barely above minimum wage. Yeah. Why? I what's mean, minimum wage? Fifteen bucks. That, twenty bucks is like significantly more. Yeah. It's like 25%. By the way, I read an article in New York Magazine that said no. <laughs> 25 is the new 20. Oh, really? 25% is the new 20%. That you're now supposed to tip 25%. Come on. Yeah. You're you mean supposed when, to tip 25%. Everywhere? Like, I go to Jersey Mike's. Like, hey, I appreciate no, you guys I mean, making me a no, nice not sandwich. Like fast food. No, not fast food. But, but, I, do, but they, I do hook them up with like at least 10% at a fast food joint. Oh, but I'm, I'm the idiot that's still doing 20. Yeah. At yeah. least 10%, though. Yeah. And now- 25%. Can you do 10% at a Jersey Mike's or a Starbucks or something like that? Yeah. Yo, yeah. Because you're, you picking, you're picking it up. What yeah. do you do at Starbucks? You're there every day. 
you know, I'm going to be honest here. I order on the app. I don't know how to tip. Like I'm that's not, what I'm if saying. I, if I walk, yeah, who's tipping us? Yeah. I want a twenty. If I whatever if percent I walk raise into too. Starbucks and buy something, I'll tip. But mm-hmm. if I on the app, I don't know how to tip. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so you that's don't. Good. So no tipping. No. Do you know how to tap? Uh, tip on the app? Yeah. Like right. a don't, thing now. Don't, don't you don't want to know, Mace? Yeah. You don't want to because then no, you'll actually, start tipping. You know what? I I have no. I'm just clueless. Yeah, I don't know. That's all. That's I why know. I would tip, but I just don't know how. Yeah, but I mean, I I think tipping. You lived in New York. Tipping culture in New York is huge. Like for example, uh, when I lived in that building on the Upper West Side, uh, you had to give tip the, your doorman. You had Dude, to tip for the Christmas. Doorman. Yeah, you you got to tip the mailman in the thousands. Right. Yeah. You in have the to, thousands you, of dollars. You, I don't remember exactly, but I I know I it was a lot of cash yeah. I gave the doorman. I know. And then if if you don't tip them right, they stop opening the door for and, you. And you got to carry cash in New York because yeah. you got to tip everybody. Right. A well, few bucks. Yeah. But uh, the poor valet guy. Oh well, pal. I'm sorry. Uh, you know what? I hope you're making a lot of money. I wonder money if he recognized parking. you. Yeah. Since you were the 18th most important person in San Diego on that one list we read right. that Wait one. Wait a minute. Right. There was a list of the 18 most important. It was like 20, and he was 18, I believe. I were you really? Right. Yeah. yeah. What do you Where's got? that list from? I don't know. Some magazine? we found it on the internet. Right. <laughs> really? Yeah. You're the 18th Actually, most important person in San Diego. I, I don't want to take full credit. It was Chris, I believe, who found it. But yeah. and I also don't want to like overly brag about it. But it wasn't. It was. It was most. Is like, it because of the Cappy cast? It, it is because of, um, I don't know, just, I guess, bringing a lot of anger to stuff, I guess, is really what it was what about. I don't know. Bringing I don't, anger I don't know. Things? That's kind of what they yeah, wrote about. They're like, this guy. You're angry? Yeah. I didn't read what they wrote. Yeah. I just saw your picture in the 18th. They were like, this guy's breathing fire on the radio. Kind fire of breather. Oh, See? See? fire. Yeah. He was a is. fire breather. Were you ever a fire breather? Yeah, there was a time. Wow. Oh, there was a time I was a real a-hole really fire breather fire breather wow yes i loved your idea today about a funeral Pre-funeral. while you're still alive pre-funeral and i was texting Seems you guys kind of ridiculous but okay but oh, i was no, texting I, you you just want to know i want to hear the good stuff what I, if it's bad stuff what good is it when i'm gone i want to i want to be eulogized you your, while you, i'm alive you, well i mean we have done that for a few people i feel like not like famous people not like us but there's an episode though of curb your enthusiasm one of the more recent episodes where um, Albert Brooks wants the same thing that you want, He Mace. does, okay. And so Larry David thinks this is the dumbest idea, but Larry's supposed to be like the official. The you know, eulogizer. Right, he's going to start the show kind of thing, right? Right. So Larry gets up there and he starts doing his thing, and, and Albert Brooks is in his bedroom with his girlfriend, and they're watching it all on Zoom. Oh, you know? I remember this right, episode, right? yeah. And so Larry like poo-poos the whole thing, and, and Albert's in his bed going, what's wrong with him? Why is he doing this? You know. And then they hand off to some guy from Mad Men, I don't know the actor's name, Right. and he's trying to use like Jewish words in his eulogy because he's not Jewish but he wants to fit him yes and Larry has to go to the bathroom so he opens up one of the doors thinking it's the bathroom yep and it's actually a storage closet and Albert Brooks was a hoarder during COVID so he had like Purell and he had like all the toilet paper that nobody could get right Albert Brooks had all the toilet paper and everybody got so mad at Albert Brooks that they stopped the eulogies and they stopped the funeral just to complain about the sort of COVID hoarder that he was. Right. You want us to do that at the Mandy's? Just eulogize you? Yeah. Eulogy at the Mandy's? That's not a bad idea. (laughs) Yeah. That's actually actually a good good idea. idea. (laughs) I don't know if I want you to do it. Why not? I could say nice things about you. Can you? Yeah, of course. You mean you could make them up or you could really mean them? No, I mean, there's probably some redeeming qualities there. There are redeeming qualities. There are a lot of redeeming qualities. I think so. I was happy to do it. You and your mom, your mom and I were the only people watching you on TV. That's true. Yeah. I'm having a date with my mom on Saturday. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah, I'm, we're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna go to brunch because moms like things like brunch. Yeah, mm-hmm. brunch is good. Who doesn't like brunch? Then I'm gonna take her to Marshall's. Now, boozy or non-boozy brunch? Boozy brunch. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna get mom a little, little uh, Wait, yeah, yeah, like mimosas or mimosas what? exactly. Yeah. yeah. Then we're gonna go with t- some pomegranate mimosas if they've got. I like that. Yeah. I'm gonna take her to Marshall's. What, what's going uh, on at Marshall's? What she need? Anything she wants. Really? Anything she wants. Bras, yeah. underpants? I mean, well, I mean yeah. no dresses and whatever. Okay. Yeah. She, it's her favorite store. Then we're going to go to the slot machines. Oh, okay. oh really? Um, yeah, we're going to go. She loves that. She loves to sit and press the button and yeah. all that stuff. And then uh, we're going to go see Cocaine Bear. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What a day. Yeah. What a day. Has Shea been on to promote Cocaine Bear? He has not, as a matter of fact. Oh. Yeah, we should get him on this week. I was just going to say, there yeah. you go. Cocaine what Bear looks awesome. What a freaking day with Isn't Mom. Isn't that nice? And he's probably going to be busy on Friday, right? Because it's the premiere on oh, Friday. Oh, right. The, the premiere so you probably should just bear. You probably should have hit him up by now, is my guess. Should have. Yeah. Should have. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I feel bad for the valet guy. I think she should yeah. find a way to make that up. We should him. call that guy. Oh, wait. You, you should know call what? that guy. You know what else happened? I've just thought about Do this. Do you remember what his name was? Did he have a name tag? Steve. No. Mike. John? 
pill. I don't know. What the I hell are you asking either. me? I don't yeah. know. Ned. Um, They're not making a lot of Neds these days. You know, <laughs> There aren't a lot of Neds. Yeah. Here, I just remember what happened at the end of the night, though. So yeah. I, I get booted. Okay. I don't tip the valet guy. And right? then you went home. I get home. Yeah. And I go to look at my phone. And I click on my phone. And I realize, oh, my God, this is not my phone. Oh, oh no. no. So I grabbed one of the old people. I grabbed one of their phones by accident. Right. So now I'm like, oh, no, I don't have my phone. My phone's my best friend. I'm addicted to my phone. Yeah. I can't leave my phone. So Turn- you didn't have your phone. You had the old guy's phone. It turns out I put my phone in the inner pocket of my jacket, but I must have grabbed somebody else's phone on the way out thinking it was my phone. So now you have to go back. Turns out it was wow. Rachel's mom's phone. Oh, boy. Wow. So I was super lucky. Yeah. Because yeah. she's like, I don't even care. I'm like, God, could you imagine a life where you don't care if you if you don't have your phone? Yeah. Yeah. I can't no, live I like that. What time did you get home? Either. Maybe about 11. Yeah. Wow! I was probably asleep by eleven oh one. The old folks were. Uh, oh, they were. They were going to keep going. They were out there. Me, I was like an old man. Well, guys, I am going to leave. You are? Yeah, I'm going to go. Very you generous. guys have a big show to do. We do. Yeah, I mean, bigish. And I will be listening. Okay. Shadano and Cap <laughs> is my afternoon is drive. No. All right. Uh, Super crosstalk brought to you by Coors Light, keeping Southern California chill all season long. Ireland is back tomorrow. Hey, wait a second, I yeah. thought In and Out was sponsoring they're, Super Cross. They're doing early cross. What the hell? Yeah, they're doing early cross. Why not us? Coors Light afternoon cross. Why not the afternoon cross? You got you got the booze. I you know, but Coors why not Light. both? Like, why doesn't In and Out bring in a bunch of double doubles, animal style, yeah. mm-hmm. and some animal style fries? Some protein okay. style would be nice too. And then and I'd do them protein style, and then have some Coors Lights with that, and then you, you know you put them both together. Right, yeah, exactly. And that's really a Super Cross. Right. Uh, Ireland's back tomorrow. Is he? Yeah. Where did he go again? I, you know, Terranea. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He did tell me that. Staycation. Yeah. I should have just knocked on like the door and said hello. Yeah. We were right down the street from him the other day. But I'll be off. Uh, Wait, you're going to be off? Yes, I am. Where are you going? I'm going to Mom's. Oh, Boozy Brunch. Yeah, Boozy Brunch. You're doing that on a Thursday? Yes. Okay. You said it was Saturday, the date. Well, I'm, I got a couple days to get ready for it. <laughs> really? Yeah. It takes, it takes time to get prepared? How prepared. many days have you taken off already this year? Uh, I'm actually behind schedule. <laughs> Really? I'm, I am. How many days has he taken off already this year? I'm behind there's, schedule. There's a decent amount that's been taken off yeah. already, and it's about to be a full week. More to Wait, come. Starting the 6th. What? The week of, 6th of March for what? Yeah. Are you on spring break? Yeah, I'm on spring break. <laughs> I mean, okay. Yeah. I'm taking a week off in March because of my kids' spring break, but yeah. do your dogs when is have that? spring break? When's your March week off? Uh, the last week. All right, we'll work on scheduling uh, later. You- Ireland's back tomorrow at 1. <laughs> well, it was just stunning. That Ireland will be back and you're not going to be back? It's it's Mason or Ireland. That's the name of the show. Mason, Mason or Ireland. Ireland. Yes. All right. Uh, see you Who's Monday. in tomorrow, Greg? Andy. Andy. Oh, Andy, okay. and Andy and John tomorrow. Okay. And Friday. Shadano and Cappy coming up next, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Bing, ba-da, bop. Bing, ba-da, boop. Doo, da da ba-da, ba-da, Bing, Can I tell everybody how you came dressed to work today? How am I come dressed? You were wearing yeah. a dry fit, first layer. Then you were wearing, oh no, it's a Henley, sorry, a Henley. Is that what this is called? It's called the Henley, yeah. This is when you have two buttons up yeah, here yeah, at the top a of a long sleeve shirt? Yeah, you were in a Henley. Okay. You had a quarter zip on top of that. Big old thick sweatshirt. And then on top of that, you had a puffer jacket. Correct, that's it's right. It's not that cold. Dude, it's freezing. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No. George, not that cold. I'm telling you right now that... The earring is in, by the way. 
What's that? Layering is in, by the way. Layering, I'm in. not saying it's not, but it's not that cold. No, no, but exagerado, it is that cold. That's... Exagerado, mm-hmm. yes. It's that cold. Yes. Do you know what exagerado is? Um, freezing. <laughs> no. no. You're, you're an exaggerator. Come on. Nuh-uh. Bruh, I have like a, a little tank top and just a shirt on top. I'm just wearing this hoodie. And I'm usually really cold. I know, but sis, I'm telling you right now that it is freezing. I mean, it's cold. And it's windy. It's windy. I it mean, is. I'm telling you right now, these are like 250 mile an hour wind gusts that I'm I'm experiencing, okay? And so it's cold, mm-hmm. it's wet, it's windy. Yeah. And I'm a tropical brother. I mean, you guys got to understand that about me, you know? I am a tropical hermano. Un tipo tropical. Sí. Yeah. I mean, I'm from SoCal, bro, so I get it. No, I'm no, no. Saying. You don't get it. SoCal too. is too cold for me. Okay, I'm, I'm, I may have to move down to Cabo. After what happened this past weekend. You see my tan, by the way, Laura? Checking it out? Looks like a sunburn, Captain. Yeah, I was going to say. You guys don't think this is... The the forehead is redder than the rest of your face. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Did you not put sunblock on your Mm -hmm. forehead? Usually, I'm a sunblock-like freak. I want to have tons. Eyebrows down, you look fine. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Eyebrows up a little too crispy. You got to see my chest, man. My big fat belly. I mean, I saw your chest. I wanted to kind of scratch your your chest hair. I know, dude. It's it's itchy. Yeah. Seriously. I and then to this, scratch your this chest morning, hair. I was going to shave my armpits like LeBron because you guys got me all you know paranoid now about my pits. I think he lasers, but that's did you do your pits? I didn't do them. Oh. I went to do them, and then I got my pit hair wet, and then I didn't use the bzz, okay. the buzzer thingy. That's too much info. Yeah. Pit hair, such a gross word. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you one thing, though, as I always like to tell everybody, mm. you know, George today looks adorable. Mm-hmm. OK, uh, Laura, she mentions tank top and a little sweater thing cooking. Yeah. Lindsay baseball's in the house. Everybody's on camera on YouTube. Yeah. So, you know, you and, and gosh, I am looking at myself on YouTube right now. My forehead is very red. It and is very red. shiny. Shiny. Yes. Oy vey. Yeah. I should have worn a hat. It's OK. Anyway. Um, so, Cappy. Sir. Let me ask you this question. Go ahead. It was actually some. A couple, there were a couple things yesterday that we didn't get to that I wanted to get to today. Mm-hmm. How do you feel? Because I feel like this is going to be one of these topics that really just like drives people nuts one way or another. Mm-hmm. Especially after the conversation we had yesterday with Samurai the Seventh. Mm-hmm. Um, Shaq says, "Do we have the Shaq audio? What do you need me to say? You need me to do my Shaq right now? What how is, how what about is, we just hear from real, real Shaq? First? Okay, and then after that, let me do my impression. And tell me how perfect it is. Okay, good. Let me hear what Shaq said about LeBron and how he said that LeBron deserves a statue at LA Live. I'm not the one that you should ask on that question. However, he did win a championship with the Lakers, and a lot of people say that don't count. Well, if you don't count his, you can't count Mr. Tim Duncan's bubble championship. That's right, I said it. So, if we're going to count Tim Duncan's championship that he had during the lockout year, I have to count that. So, LeBron has won as a Laker. He broke the record as a Laker. Would I oppose him having a statue? I would not. If they want to give him a statue, I'd be fine with that. Great player, great for the league. And he did what he was supposed to do as a Laker. You know, but I think as a Lakers, Laker fan is real greedy. Yeah, you won that bubble championship, but you're going to give us another one. Do you understand anything that was just said? I did. You sure about that? Yeah. Because all I think I heard was, uh, Chuck, hey Chuck, I think he had a bubble championship. Uh, uh, Lakers uh, uh, broke the record. Uh, Your Shaq yeah. sounds sick. Yeah, he's not. He, this is this is sick Shaq. He's got oh. a cold. He's got a terrible cold. I was going to say, it's not, a, it's not as bassy yeah. as it normally no, is. No, he's got a really bad cold yeah. Shaq. He yeah. does. Yeah. That impression. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you saying? Are you saying that that LeBron, is it a no-brainer that right next to Shaquille O'Neal yanking on a rim, right right next to Chick Hearn sitting at a, at a broadcast desk? I mean, right amongst all the greats uh, in the history of, of uh, beyond Staples Center and beyond Crypto.com, but I mean, Laker greats, that LeBron today deserves a statue when he retire, I mean, let's say LeBron says today, I'm done. I'm never playing another game again. I'm done. I'm retiring. Mm-hmm. I'm following Bronny's career. That's what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Today, you, you build LeBron a statue, do you? Uh, I didn't know if they would do that or not, but I found it interesting that Shaq says he deserves one. Yeah. Um, you know, 99.9% of the time, I'm going to agree with the diesel, with the daddy, with the foo. You feel me? But in this particular instance, I'm going to tell Shaq, bruh, and by the way, I'm going to preface it by saying, bruh, just so you know, dude, you're wrong. As of today, you're wrong. 
LeBron James deserves a statue in front of Crypto.com here at LA Live because he won a championship and because he broke Kareem's record in a game, by the way, that the team was getting smoked and in a season where currently they're only 13th. Now, I like Darvin Ham putting it out there. Hey, we're not, we're not playing for the play-in. We're playing to be in the top six. I like that. Do it. Win a champ. LeBron needs to win at least, at least one more championship in a Laker uniform before anybody should be considering a statue, my opinion. Do you retire his jersey? No. Why? Because he because he brought the last part of his career to LA. Now, if he's hyper, hyper, hyper successful, which thus far, can we agree? The LeBron era has been less than we expected. Yeah, but not all of that's his fault. No, it's not his fault. But again, he's going to get the credit or he's going to take the blame. So what do you think? Do you think that as of today, LeBron... I'm on the fence about it. You? Yeah. You, Mr. Sedano. I'm on the fence about it. Yeah, I could be swayed either way. You're straddling the fence. Yeah, a rare moment, I know, but I could be swayed. Like, you could tell me... I think Shaq brings up good points. He won the he won a championship. They were a disaster before he arrived. Like, like you think this is bad. I mean, way worse than that. I mean, go look at the records those years. I mean, brutal. And he did break the all-time scoring record. That's not like a small anecdote in a Laker uniform. They, by the way, loved that he did it in a Laker uniform because it keeps it in the family. Of course. So, I mean, yeah. If you told me he'd get one, I'd be like, okay, I get it. If you told me today that LeBron James is getting a statue, I'd be like, yeah, they're doing that because he's the biggest star of the era and he finished his career with the Lakers and he was... He won a championship. It was there's there's always going to be question marks, controversies. People are always going to have opinions about that championship. Yeah, he broke the all time scoring record. Okay, cool. But wait, don't you think the fact that he did that alone as a Laker deserves a statue? Because I feel like it does. No, I don't. No, I think you got to win something here too, which he already has. I do not. I do yeah. not think that just because he broke that record wearing a Laker uniform that that constitutes a statue. To me, a but statue, the championship combination definitely makes it a more compelling argument. It does. But if he wins one more, no brainer. Right, no brainer. I would agree. But right now, statues are for all time greats. Well, Wayne Gretzky has a statue outside there, doesn't he? Yeah, but when Wayne Gretzky got to the L.A. Kings. Nobody had even heard of the L.A. Kings. I mean, that's not true either, but... Come on, Wayne Gretzky put the Kings on the map. But they didn't win anything. He must be a great if I know who he is, because he's one of two hockey players that I know. Right, there's that too. Mussolini now and and Wayne Gretzky? The other one was Mario Lemieux, remember? Mario Lemux. Yeah. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. What's the one that he should know? Timu? Timu Solani. Timu Solani, dude. Badass. Put that in my memory bank. Yeah. Good player. Yeah. Really good player. So, there you go. Elgin Baylor's there. You didn't win one. Um... Elgin Baylor, we could look at his Laker career versus LeBron's Laker career. I mean, they they got to the finals a lot, but they didn't win. They lost to the Celtics. I think what I'm trying to say is is that if LeBron got a statue as of today, it's because LeBron is an NBA legend Mm -hmm. who brought his NBA legendary status to the Lakers. Sure. Not because he... But he did win a championship. He's won one. Right. And congratulations, Mazel Tov, my brother. Okay, but... And he broke the all-time scoring record. On a night, in a Laker his, uniform. on a night where his team got smoked. Okay, I mean that's fine. I'm sure. I don't know if I went back into time. I'm sure there's probably a lot of guys who lost games when they broke records. So. I don't know, man. It's but a regular I, season game, you know. All I'm saying is this: win another one, yeah. no brainer. Maybe if Brody would have passed him in the first half, then maybe. Well, Brody made sure he got that last assist. Those last three, you know, right? You know, he'll go down in history. Who? He'll be a trivia question. Who? Assisted. No, it wasn't really an assist. LeBron got the ball and then like dribbled a bunch of times in the so post. So he doesn't and, like, get credited as an assist? That's not an assist. Really? Not credited as no, an assist? That's not an official assist. Official score? No. Yeah, I'm an official score. Okay. I mean, he dribbled like three times. All I'm saying <laughs> that, to you is... You can't take that many dribbles and it'd be an assist. Who was the person that had the ball previous to LeBron? Okay, there you go. Brody. Okay. Yeah. Your boy, which we'll get to in a little bit, by the way. Your boy, Brody. I got to say, uh, with this, this newfound sunburn slash tan. What happened now? Unless it peels. I'm why didn't you just put some uh, lotion on? I've been putting aloe vera. Oh. Maybe and, that's why it's so shiny. And and moisturizing, like uh, yeah. hydration oil. Good for you. All over my forehead. I'm actually impressed that you're doing that. Hmm. I wouldn't have expected that from you. Well, I didn't buy it myself. I know you didn't, but I'm I mean, just the application of it in itself should be noteworthy. But it's definitely, I'm very shiny. You on, are. On the YouTube show. Yeah. Why do you care? Because I want to be hot. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Blame it on the stars that shine at night. Finally falling. The rain's coming. Blame it on the stars that shine at night. Whatever you do. Talk to me. Put the rain on you. Blame it on the rain. Yeah, yeah. I don't care what anybody says, lip syncing or not, these guys were awesome. Such a catchy song. Yeah, the rain don't mind. And the rain don't care. So um, today is today the start of Lent? Yes. Yes. Ash Wednesday. It is. Okay, because yes. my daughter who Careful, goes Careful, remember last year. Yeah, my daughter who goes to Tulane, she was <laughs> telling me um, that uh, Mardi Gras is finally over. Yeah. And I'm like, so how was it? Because, you know, like these are college kids and they, they go crazy. I was like, Dad, it was so much drinking. And I'm like, yeah, you're in college in New Orleans and it's Mardi Gras. Yeah. So you either participate or you don't. Right. And I guess you did. Yeah. No. I mean, good for her. No, she's 19. So what? You didn't drink when you were 19? I mean, I was in college, so yeah. Then I'm happy for her. She's in college? Dude, I'll just... She's living her best life. You know, she is. it's easier for kids to get drugs than it is to get alcohol underage these days. Not gonna lie. Is that true? That's what I've been Oh, that's totally out. true. Yeah. I mean, but that was true when I was a kid. Yeah. I've never... I've never been that... I like drinking. That was my thing. I don't know about that. I would just... Uh... Do you guys ever, like, go out like and stand in front of liquor stores or, or like, grocery well, stores? We and were like, kids hey. and just get yeah. someone to guy- get yeah. it for you? We called it Hey Mister. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I didn't do that. Oh, what? Stop. Me neither. True story. Yeah, no. Never did that. I really didn't drink... Until I got to college. Really? You know? Yeah, I really didn't oh. drink. And uh, and then one night, my buddy took me out drinking, and um, I I peed in the bed. It was like my first... <laughs> like my, like, Are I, you a peer? I'm not. Like I've, not? I've, I've, You know, that time... He has underpants. That's a eight, thing. 18, so 18 years old, first night of like college drinking, peed in the bed. Oh my God. And wow. then, That's gross. And then I've only peed in the bed one time since. Wow. Wait, you did it after... Two? Oh yeah, I was probably in my like uh, mid to late twenties. What did you do there? I was uh, in bed. Um, I was I was with a lady, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and um, oh, that's, oh, that's no. no. And the next, Cavity. no, totally true story. This no. totally. I, I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. you ready? This is my ex wife, and I woke up the next morning, and I said, "Listen, I'm gonna have to tell you something right now. That's either gonna solidify our relationship and gonna, or it's gonna break it off right, right. now." And this is said, your ex wife. Yeah, she said, yeah. "Well, what happened?" I said, "I peed in your bed. Like I completely wet your bed." She's like, you're kidding me. I'm like, I'm not. And there it was, just a big old puddle. And and uh, I mean, it worked out. Yeah, for a while. I mean, for a while. <laughs> <laughs> from from 1998 to about 2016, yeah. you know, it was aight. It was okay. Yeah, yeah. Even after wetting her bed, don't let her get my loamy. I'll be pissed. That's why oh, no. I send it to Julia. I won't. It do had it. Julia Kaplan yeah, on it. I will not do uh, it. Specifically, I didn't send it to you. Yes, because I didn't want the loamy getting confiscated. No, I, won't, I will not have that happen. Yeah, I that loamy better. Be, right, that's why. Right. It's, it's, you, you take all the TVs addressed to you, Julia. You can take all the furniture. <laughs> you can take the cars. But not that loamy. <laughs> that loamy stays. <laughs> that loamy is... I put an apple pit in there today. You did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm using that loamy. Do you know how to use it? I don't know how to use it. I just don't put stuff you in it. You just put stuff in and you let Julia yeah, deal with it. Yeah, she handles it. Yeah. She handles this is probably it. best. You'll break it. Why did I tell everybody that I peed in a bed twice? <laughs> I don't know. At 18 and then apparently... Like 27, 28. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, and I'll tell you something. I, I, like If I'm ever in a dream... If it was like 18 and 27 months, people would understand. Yeah. Right. Right. If I were... if Sometimes if I'm in a dream... And I know I'm like about to pee in the dream. Yeah. I'm like, get up, wake up, hurry up, go to the bathroom. Because otherwise this could happen. That like, doesn't just happen big to you? Big fear. Like you just don't get up? No, like, no, I do. Because oh. like a huge fear oh. is wetting of a bed. the bed. Yes, <laughs> huge fear. You know that you're not alone, Cap. I was going to say you're A not, lot of people, yeah. when they drink a lot, my, my sister, she's a peer. And uh, when she was when she was dating wow. her now husband, she said when they the first time they had like they'd spent the night with each other, she peed in his bed and she was like, wow. I thought I was never going to see him again. But here we are. No, I think guys in a weird. OK, I'm not even going to say it. Yeah. Just, just move on. Yeah. No, 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 let's, wait, yeah it's time I was, to go. I was going to say yeah. not that that's yeah. normal, but the, yeah. the dream thing yeah. and getting up to pee is not normal. Um, 
you know, listen, I think uh, in, in retrospect, you're probably happy now that you peed in her bed. I mean, in some ways. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, there's it's a little like premature revenge. Yeah. Who, yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Speaking of revenge. Yeah. Tell me. Pat Bev wants revenge. Do you hear this? I did. Yeah. I did. And well, before I tell you what I think about it, maybe yeah. everybody hear should it? hear it. Yeah. Yeah. It was on the Pat Bev podcast and he was asked about the Lakers and what kind of emotions he'd have when they face him because they're going to play the Bulls twice and he's mm-hmm. on the Bulls now. So mm-hmm. let me hear what Pat said. There's so much going on with the Lakers. What are the emotions going to be like going into that? Like what's going through your head? Knock them out the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Like we got to get in the playoffs. So excuse us like a little scooch. I mean, okay. So let's just think about this for a little bit. First of all, Pat Bev has his own podcast. That's, like I think produced by Barstool. Yeah, Pat Bev podcast. And the guy who's the host of it with him, I don't know what that guy's name is, but he's kind of funny to me. I don't know who he is, but yeah. he's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's asking Pat Beverly, okay, so you know, what is it you want to do facing the Lakers? As you point out, Bulls will play him twice. Want to knock him out of the playoffs. Okay. Well, didn't Pat Bev have like 45 games already this year to essentially help knock the Lakers out of the playoffs? That's fair. I mean, he left... Because he was part of the problem. Now, I know everybody wants to just blame Russ for what happened, but did Pat Bev ever make like a real contribution to this team this year other than maybe grabbing the camera and showing the referees in Boston was when, when LeBron got though. fouled? Legendary. He, yeah, was actually, hilarious. he actually was good in that game. I mean, it was very funny. Yeah, and he was good too in that game. I don't even remember. No, he, he had a couple big shots. Well, I guess what I'm saying is... He had is, that put-back dunk. You know what, dude? All I remember is the camera at the end of the game. All right, listen. On the other side, I'm going to tell you why I think everyone is just like overreacting to Pat Bev. Can you name all the Spice Girls? Um, let's see. Uh, is Spicy Spice a Spice Girl? <laughs> I don't think there was Come a on. Spicy Spice. Come on, How about uh, what was David Beckham's wife's Posh. name? Posh Spice. Yep. That's her. Posh. Mm-hmm. Um, I know them all in two seconds if you don't know them, Cap. Okay, no, I don't know all time. of them. Give me some hints. Um, The blonde one. She wore a lot of pink. She wore her hair and pigtails. Her name is Emma Bunton. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't. I guess I don't. She I was mean, Baby Spice. Baby Spice? Yeah. yeah. You had uh, the um, Mel B. She had like the, the big curly hair and she wore a lot of animal print. She was uh, she was the married to Eddie Murphy, right? Yep. At one yep. point? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was really? Scary Spice. Yeah. And then you had Mel C. Mel C was Sporty Spice. Yep. Oh, I should have gotten Sporty and Spice. And Ginger. Yeah, that's right, Ginger. Scary Baby Ginger Pop. Jerry Howell. Mm-hmm. And what was her spicy name? Ginger. Ginger. Ginger she spice. was called Ginger Spice? Yeah. The redhead? Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I, mean, I like the Spice Girls. I mean, I don't... I love the Spice Girls. I just don't know, you know all the spicy that. names. That is your... That's your wheelhouse, right, Lindsay? Like that mid to late 90s? Yep. Childhood I era? I loved Spice Girls so much. Mm-hmm. They were my jam. I, I remember mean, seeing this video and I was like, what is this? This is great. <laughs> were your parents allowed you to watch that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that, by that time, I had MTV. Oh, okay. I think I was in like eighth grade. All right. Just curious because I know you were at a sheltered life yeah, earlier. Before I was not that. allowed to watch The Simpsons. <laughs> I just didn't watch The Right. Simpsons. You just chose not yeah. to. Yeah. Um, so here's my position on Pat Bev, right? And, and you brought up a pretty funny point, right? Like he kind of essentially helped knock them out of the playoffs by putting them behind the eight ball for by his poor performance. I mean, he says to this podcast, and it's his podcast, but whatever. He's like, yeah, my goal now is to knock the Lakers out of the playoffs. Bro, you've already knocked the Lakers out of the playoffs. Now, by them getting rid of you and Russ and some other pieces and by getting this roster better and longer, more athletic, et cetera, better shooters, um, now they have a chance maybe to go on a run. Mm-hmm. But if they don't make the playoffs, hey, Pat Bev, you contributed to them not making the playoffs. Right. But the response of helping them like solidify that they won't make the playoffs, why is anyone surprised by that? Like, if, let me ask you a question. Mm. If all of a sudden, yeah, you know, you and I broke up. You mean like in a pickleball fight? Yeah. And I said, you know what? I'm trading Cappy for Sliwa. Okay. Oh, it's gonna be Sedano and Slee and Trav and Cappy. Okay. You would want to 
do a better show than me and Slee, wouldn't you? Yeah, I'd want to keep you guys out of the playoffs. Right. Right. So so why but so why like what's the what's the big deal? Right. Wait, is are people surprised by this? Yeah, I think people are just like being nasty. He's a competitive guy. Like what do you like what do you expect him to say? Listen, that's like um a quarterback who's supposed to be a top five pick, who gets drafted in the second round, and 10 years later, he's still talking like, that team didn't draft me, and that team didn't, didn't draft me. Didn't Drew Brees do that? I don't know, did he? I mean, he was first pick in the second round. Yeah, but I mean, there's always these guys, you know, who, who fall. Who remember exactly right. who didn't draft them. Right, yeah. and, and even last year, I'm trying to remember the kid's name for the Detroit Lions. I mean, there's kids in basketball that do that a bunch. There's a lot of guys in basketball that do that. There was a guy in uh, on Hard Knocks, and he was a receiver. And he was like, I want to say he was drafted in like the last round, or maybe mm-hmm. he was an undrafted free agent. And he listed every receiver that was drafted yeah, in they, front of they him. Know. Yeah. yeah. So why would Pat Bev be like, no, you know what? When we play the Lakers, you know what I really want? I want them to win. Right. I want the Lakers to have a really nice time, you know? And I really am rooting for the Lakers now. I'd like to see them in the I, playoffs. I just wonder sometimes. Like, I think the Laker fans, for the most part, are, are probably one of the more fan, like, knowledgeable fan bases in the sport right but they get so like emotional sometimes over the most trivial stuff and it's like this pat bev thing like triggered them in a way that it's just like i saw on the internet that i was like what who cares like what do you care like what is he supposed to say all i know is this is that pat beverly leaves the lakers and wants to now beat the lakers um you think, you think when the Clippers play the Lakers... You don't think Brody's going to want to beat the Lakers? Right, you, don't, you think Brody's like, hey guys, hey Kawhi, yeah. hey Paul, yeah. hey listen, so like I really love LeBron. Yeah. In fact, I love LeBron so much, I'm the guy that passed him that last pass yeah, yeah. when he broke the record. And yeah. I love him so much that the night that he broke the record, I actually just got my stuff, left the locker room, didn't stick around, didn't do media, didn't, talk, didn't praise my teammate. Dude, I made life miserable at halftime with the coaches, so... I just love LeBron so much. Can we let them win? Because yeah. I want them to be in the right. playoffs. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. You know what else is not going to happen? Tell me. This whole, like, the biggest story in the NFL to me, and it's starting to gain a lot more traction because we're getting closer to the deadline mm. of when this is supposed to happen, is this whole Lamar Jackson thing. I think it's fascinating because Lamar Jackson has not moved off his position. Mm-hmm. And Lamar Jackson is a former MVP. Mm-hmm. He's one of the most dynamic players at the position. Mm-hmm. And he wants a fully guaranteed contract. Mm-hmm. And if there's anyone to blame for this, mm-hmm. if you're the Baltimore Ravens, is their rival and Lindsay's team, the Cleveland Browns, for guaranteeing Deshaun Watson's contract. No question about it. That is why owners around the NFL were pissed off at the Browns' ownership. How dare you take a guy with all these off-the-field troubles... And then you give him all the money guaranteed. Guaranteed. Now, the rest of the quarterbacks in the league are going to say, hey, I'm a model citizen. I'm a great guy. Right. People and I love put me. Up, and I put up good or better numbers than he did. So why can't I get a fully guaranteed contract? Right. Listen, it's no different than in baseball right now. You you read these stories about mid-major market kind of teams. They can live with the, with the Yankees and the Mets spending $250 million on payroll. But everybody's like, but what about these guys in San Diego? They were like us in Pittsburgh and Cincinnati. How come they're having a $250 million payroll? That's bad for all of us. Yeah. It's making us all look stupid. Right. And that's what the Cleveland Browns did. But George, I got to tell you, if I were the if, if I were the Baltimore Ravens, if I think that Lamar Jackson didn't play last year because of the contract situation, I'm not giving him that money. No way, man. Um, if you don't give it to it, somebody's going to come really close. Then, then you know what? We'll start over. Okay. Good luck. What are you going to draft Stetson Bennett now that you got Todd Monk in there, the the uh, as the offensive coordinator? Stetson Bennett. Yeah. Mm. The kid from Georgia he yeah. was coordinating recently. Yeah. I don't know that he, you're going to draft him to be the next Brock Purdy? I don't know that he's my answer, <laughs> but I just, listen, I, I look around and I say, let me ask you this. Do I want to pay I mean, Lamar you're the Jackson. Baltimore Ravens. You're going to just not, like, you're just going to let him walk? You're going to trade him for, like, and that's it? And just start over? There are available It's the hardest veteran, position to replace. I understand. But if, if, if Lamar Jackson, who I think can't stay healthy because of the way he plays... Mm-hmm. So he either misses a bunch of time because of health, or this past year, he chose to not play over this whole contract issue. Mm -hmm. And if he chose not to play when he was capable of playing over a contract, and this was his his protest, Mm -hmm. then you know what? I don't trust that guy. Yeah. Here's what I would say, though. There's not a lot of quarterbacks starting all 17 games anymore, because guys get hurt now more than ever. 
You know who started 17 games this past Tom year? Brady. That's right. Yeah. That's right. You know 40. what Tom Brady's doing these days? What's that? He's thirst trapping like you. Probably doing a better job of it, too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, he's got his own undependence. But if, if you really look at it, there's a bunch of, I mean, a, a lot of the top tier quarterbacks have missed two or three games the last couple of years. So he's not any different than any of them. I mean, Patrick Mahomes missed any games this year? Uh, No. But Josh he, Allen missed any an games this year? Josh Allen did. Did he not miss one game? Or maybe so. no, he played through the thumb? I, or no, was I it a bye week? I think he did miss one because he, there was questions about whether or not he was going to start against Cleveland. Right, mm-hmm. with the thumb. How yeah. about Joe Burrow? He missed any games this year? Joe Burrow has not this year, but he has missed games in the past. Well, he did break his knee his rookie season. Right. He missed the whole season uh, after two games. Um, how about Justin Herbert? He even hurt this year. Did he miss any he games? He did not. Okay. Right. But go look at all the other guys. Like the, the quarterbacks miss games. I'm just saying that the top guys. Aaron Rodgers missed games. Okay. Yeah, but. Missing games because you're hurt okay. is a fully you're, acceptable you're, thing. Now you're assuming he wasn't hurt. Well, I don't know. But I know that, that, that there's been question marks about could he have played, should he have played, and... But it, I, I, don't, I don't like to play those games. Well, listen. I like to play in what we know. And, and what, what do we, we know? know is he was hurt. Do we? We know he was hurt for sure. He was hurt, injured in a game. Okay, well, here's the thing. If, if the Ravens know that he was medically cleared to play and he said, I'm not playing and the reason I'm not playing is because I haven't gotten a contract yet. If that's the case, I as a coach or an owner go, this is who we want as our quarterback? I mean, that, that's a pretty selfish guy who's all about himself, not about our team. I mean, really? Yeah. You Let me tell you something. Go ahead. You know this as well as anyone. What's that? In professional sports, yeah. Everyone has an ego and everyone is selfish. Yeah. Some guys are just better at masking it than others. Maybe, but I want I need a team guy to be my quarterback. Yeah. Team guy. Was Tom Brady a team guy when he got Bruce Arians booted, basically? Yeah. It was better for the team. Yeah. That's team guy, right? As you can see. You yeah. saw what happened this yeah, past year. It worked year. out really well for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, by the way, you don't you don't know that. I mean, that's what the reports were. Well, the reports have been that. Okay, been so now you Lamar see Jackson. what's good for the goose is good for the well, game. That's what I'm trying to tell you, though. You're saying I'm not right. playing that I'm game. Doing, now you're playing the game. I'm doing what you don't like, what you like to do. And see, yes. see how you don't like it now? <laughs> no, I do like it. No, you don't. I only don't like it when you tell me that you don't like it. I like it all the time. No, but now you don't like that I did what you did. All right, maybe I got a little confused somewhere in the middle of there. I don't know. Hey, exactly see what, what I'm happened. saying? I don't know. So now I said that right, just because I knew it'd get you all riled up about your boyfriend. You don't know that exactly. No, I know it'll get you riled up. That's for sure. <laughs> I don't know if he actually booted Bruce Arians, but him and Bruce Arians did not like each other. That seems fairly obvious. There were reports that Brady booted him. There have been reports I mean, that Lamar Arians, Jackson didn't play because he could. Tom Brady was not expecting to be talked to the way that Bruce Arians was mother bleeping him during games. Like he literally was saying he was playing bad in games, which he was. How dare he? You don't right. see you don't see Darvin Ham doing that to LeBron, do you? Yeah. You don't see you don't see Darvin Ham undressing LeBron. I mean, Bill Belichick probably did that a couple times to him. That's Bill Belichick. Okay. I mean, Bruce Arians. He had one Super Bowl. Okay. I mean, Darvin Ham is like LeBron. What do we do? Yeah. LeBron, tell everybody what to do. <laughs> LeBron, take the clipboard. You draw the play. <laughs> I mean, that does happen, That right? does not happen. Stop. Okay, all right. Well, hey, Be nice I, to Darvin. I don't have to worry about it, because now that I know that Darvin doesn't listen, you know. What if uh, somebody else is listening and tells him? Good. And then I got to see him. I'm going to see him, too. And then all of a sudden, he's, he tells me, Jorge, what's up, man? What I heard you guys talking smack about me on your show. Yeah. And then I'm like, no, no, Darvin, not me, that guy. Yeah, and point right at me. Yeah. Point right at me, and That's I'll come walking up, and I'll give him the bro handshake. No. I'll give him the double tap nope. on the back. No, nah, you don't And I'll tell him, him. Straight up for real, homeboy. Nope. Nope. I'm going to make sure. I, I am. A, this stuff is going to get attached to me, but I'm going to immediately point right at you. Bring it. I'm going to go, that guy. Outsider. Yeah. That guy over there said that. Yep. That is not what happens. The guy wearing the sunglasses on the YouTube stream. Right. That guy. Yeah. All right. Coming up next, what are the expectations for this Lakers team right now, now that they've got the new squad? Let's dive into that a little bit. We'll get back to that in two minutes.